So I had some commentary on the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, that I was going to post. But everything just feels so serious and crazy to me right now. I thought it might be good just to give everything a bit of a break. A while ago, some friends of mine and I had this competition to write fake Bible verses. And these are the cream of the crop. Feel free to add your own in the comments. It's tremendous fun and it's a good break. So, a joke got out of hand. That's the only way I can begin to explain this week's episode. I have, as you might imagine, some very funny friends. In fact, they're much funnier than I am. They also tend to be more well-adjusted. None of them are compelled to write anything down. They say things, people laugh, and they're done with it. On with the rest of their lives. They certainly aren't compelled to make a weekly podcast or anything ridiculous like that. But oh... They are talented. The only thing I have on most of them is that I am a mule, and mules are stubborn. Mules aren't pretty, they're not rich, and they're not smart. No one has ever said, just look at that gorgeous mule. I bet that mule is worth a fortune. Mule-headedness turns out to be the crowning virtue for novelists. You've just got to stick with it, beyond all reason sometimes. I'm editing my latest book, which is currently titled The Soak. In my plan for this year, I would already be done with this book. You see how well my planning and mule-like cunning has served me. But this is not unusual. To paraphrase Marcus Aurelius, the art of writing is a lot like wrestling. An apt description of writing a long work might be, you grab a hold of it and you stay with it until you, or it, gives up. I don't want to talk too much about this work. It's a crime thriller, totally different than anything I've ever done. But I was chatting with a, an old, very funny friend about this one bit, one of the few funny bits in the book, in which a person attributes a quote to a fictitious book of the Bible, Imbeciles 7-3. So we started riffing on Bible quotes from absolutely fake books of the Bible. Within minutes, Tumblr was pressed into service. A few more friends were called into the mix and over the weekend, it turned into a wit death match. Every time I'd pick up my phone to check, somebody else would have posted something funnier. Or taken my idea and made it better. Or topped it. The whole thing became strangely competitive and obsessive and wonderful. So I will now read some of these quotes from these made-up books of the Bible, which I have been calling the ephemera. O weareth thine gold of plenty, for it is I who have been at task for hours of three. Millennials 23.5 Know thyself through the likes of many. Selfies 10.1 In the latter days, beasts of no talent and large hump shall be born unto your family, and for this reason, talents of gold and frankincense and myrrh shall be showered upon your house from unwise men. 2 Kardashians 8.23 And he broke the bread and spread upon it the churned milk of the mayonnaise tree. 
condiments. 16.3 And yea, hearken unto me, child, though the charms give you great joy, tis but fleeting, for the lucky is truly thy part of thy balanced breakfast. Grains. 7.15 Righten to tighten, leften to do the devil's work. Mnemonics, 14.2 Seek not to knoweth whose fault it was. The fault is thine. Blames, 7.7 The reckoning of a man shall be divided according to the part of parts and to the part of labor. Mechanics, 1.2 To every hand there is a season, a time to hold, a time to fold, a time of walking, and a time in which thou must flee. Gamblers, 316. Must thou receive the body of Christ alone? Neh. Have thou tried with the butter of nuts, the cheeses of cows, or the many soups of our land? Saltines, 73. And when my legs have failed me, he brought unto me a chair with wheels. And when the way grew steep, he hath provided the elevator. Invalids 921 And so saith those of the wretched, Ensurest thou that the heated water and the unheated water come not together, and that the feverish water be not on the right, and that the effluent rolleth unto the lowest places of the land. Plumbers, 414 through 415. The Ford works in mysterious ways. Mechanics, 1 1. And ye shall speak to the solicitors among ye, so that they may say unto the robed host that which ye have related. Affidavits. 12.3 And cause the slow and misshapen among you to be taken to the unclean place of the city and cast in a pit with the refuse and potsherds. Eugenics 3.17 Let he among you who is without sin throw the first stone so that we might gang up on that self-righteous prick. Blames 2112. For only if ye hath so might and antennae and mandible and maxillae shall ye truly know the ocean floor. Crustaceans 12.7. The work to which ye are called cannot be subscribed to without the work of it, yet you cannot know the work without you have already done it. Absurdities, 16.9 Then they were accursed, forced to live by the sweat of brow, the grease of hands, the turn of wrench, and the pad of estimates. Mechanics, 7.15 If it is too loud, behold, thou art ancient among men. Reverbs, 5.17 
I am that that I was, but not what I will be hence, that I was once before being. Confusions 2.15 For only a thirsty man, who shall entereth without shoes, coat, belt, or bag, who hath surrendereth most sacred of possessions to thy tiny tray, shall enter thy kingdom within. Transportations 7.1 An eye before e, lest thy proceed see. Mnemonics 6.8 It is I who saith the word for the word that is said, be from I who who saith the word for the word that is said. Repetitions 3.3 Three, three. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world if it be 3.5 ounces or more. Transportations 12.1 There are many, many more, and the collection is growing quickly. If you'd like to play along, write a couple and reach out to me on Twitter. We'll throw them into the mix. Or you can use the contact form on patrickemclean.com. Special thanks this week must go out to Adam Rowe, who is largely responsible for this, Scott Helm, who jumped right on board without a second's hesitation, Brandon Shar, who got off to a slow start because he was busy being a father, but since then has come on strong. And of course, the people I believe to be the original source of this gag, Monty Python. Armaments chapter 2, verses 9 to 21... And St. Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, O Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And the Lord did grin, and the people did feast upon the lambs, and sloths, and carp, and anchovies, and orangutans, and breakfast cereals, and fruit bats, and large... Stiff a bit, brother. <laughs>